live from my backyard. I'm with the Claire Altman. Yes, I know. Insert like clapping, cheering, big deal, big pod, big episode. Mrs. Claire Allman, what do you have to say to the listeners out here? Hey, everyone. So, Claire, what what has quarantine? Hey, <laughs> say it again. Say it again. Hey, bitches. Do you so, have to, like, bleep out, like? No, I don't have to bleep out anything. It's explicit, baby. Like, it's showbiz. So, explain to me what is going on. What has quarantine been for you, Claire? What's the, what's been the deal? Tell us about your little adventure you got to go on during this time. Well, my quarantine in the beginning consisted of me not leaving my bed the whole day, <laughs> eating really weird. So this is like the Tiger King part yeah, of the quarantine. Tiger King phase, okay, I was kind of doing puzzles with my parents and sitting out by the pool, um, pretty much doing nothing. But I did get to go on a little trip the past two weeks, so I think. <laughs> no, you're good. So, where did you go? Tell the I'm people like so where did you go, guys. I'm so nervous. <laughs> Why are you nervous? Why are you nervous? Explain that. No, I don't want you guys to like hate me. Okay. So one of the one of the key rules of being on my podcast is you have to remember, no one fucking listens to this. This is literally me. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Like, I don't care. Anymore. Are you kidding? It's my dad, my nana, my grandma. My aunt and uncle and cousin, and occasionally some people who Snapchat me being nice, being like, I listened. Yeah, probably my parents too. Yeah, like, let's just start that off. So Claire was in the Hamptons enjoying her life. Who who are you hanging with? Like, Wisconsin people? I was mostly, I was visiting my friend from Wisconsin. Okay. Like, my best friend. And it was like an overlap between her. High school friends and then my high school friends were there as well. That's amazing. Huge. It was like a ma. It was like a mishmash of of just like LA, New York Jews. (laughs) LA, New York Jews, just trying to have a good time in the Hamptons when the world is kind of falling apart. That's a great escape, like from the world that we have in front of us. And it was like the perfect time because it was when like lockdown was lifted. Okay. So it wasn't rogue of me to do that. All right, guys. New saying that Claire has coined is, what's your saying? Rogue. So how would you use that in, like, a sentence? Rogue rogue is usually, like, not a good thing. Like, if you're (laughs) rogue, like, I probably am, like, having a problem with you. (laughs) You don't? Okay. Rule number one, listeners, as Alex Cooper says, daddies, as I say, maddies, maddies. Is that? Do you think they like? Could you get sued for having like that? watch watch bar? It's like the Barstool Sports Inc. versus yeah, Maddie I feel Glick. Like, like Loki would get in trouble. Peter like Nelson, where you at, bitch? Just kidding. Anyways, what's so? A part of every time I interview someone is I always try and think of something that is relatable to share and stories and anecdotes of the person that I'm interviewing. What makes them both interesting and also relatable to other people. One of the things that I find so great about Claire is that she has, she is both someone that is really, really social, but has played soccer. Really, really social. a girl that can do both. Yes. Work hard, play hard. So I wanted to talk with her at least about both playing high school sports and going out and that mix of things and balancing that while also comparing maybe a girl's soccer team to a sorority and definitely wanting to go deep into examining body issues, examining things that 
Let's get into it. Let's, Let's get, get into, into it. it. Okay, so when did you start playing soccer? Um, I started, like, so fucking long ago. Like, when I was, like, maybe, like, four. <laughs> so, uh, of all the sports, you sat down with your... So, Claire went to Curtis, and Curtis is, like, known in this L.A. for bad. their sports. Yeah, we are. So, how young were you when you were, like, playing really competitive sports? Uh, fourth grade, we started, like, competing against other schools and getting really... Didn't you have an A and B team? Yeah, we A, B, and C team. Red, white, and blue. That's insane. So when you're in fourth grade, you're already starting at that level of competition. Yeah, it was very competitive. It was like, we posted it on the wall, and everyone was like, That's insane. As a fourth grade, how old were you? Yeah, and you like, go find your name, and you have to be like, oh my god, I made, like, whatever. So I was always on the red team for whatever reason. So you were always on the A team, is the point. Okay, so. My parents would me if I wasn't. (laughs) So we fast forward to middle school. And things like, was that competitive nature, being a girl in sports, did that influence you and people you made friends with? Or did or did you keep the two separate when you were just approaching making friends, going to a new school? I think, well, definitely going into middle school, everyone was kind of like, I need to be friends with yeah. everyone. And like everyone was in this big, like, mashup circle of like 50 girls. And we were like, ah. <laughs> and I think like... I was friends with both. I had yeah. both. I mean, I was just kind of a disaster in middle school overall. And not so. even just middle school. Like, talking about high school. Oh, yeah. I mean, one of my, like, favorite parts about high school was having my soccer friends yeah. and having my, like, school, like, quote, like, friend group. Sure. And that was, like, my favorite part because I had kind of the best of both worlds. I made, like, my best friends today from soccer, and I also made them not from soccer. And I kind of liked how they were separate. They were separate. I Like, I really liked that. I think I wouldn't have it any other way. And it's I feel like it's such an important I feel like a teammate friendship compared to just a normal friendship is a lot yeah, different. It's, like it's a, not better or worse. No, yeah, it's just like I had different types of friendships. So you are a freshman in high school, now going from middle school to high school, and you're looking at so you decide to play high school soccer and club soccer. And just for listeners out there, Claire is one of the best soccer players. Like, yeah, I was super fast. Like, you were a fucking beast. I was kind of a beast. I was just really short and, like, No, but you got like. tall. You got tall. Yeah, I grew. So, Claire was my outside back. I was center back. She was, like, the fa- Like, she would guard everyone. I did everyone. the running. I she did, did the, the running. running. Maddie did the bodying. <laughs> yeah, like, I bodied bitches and Claire would I just, run in. So, but, okay. So, Claire... It's so funny to me, and I'm kind of laughing while we're doing this interview about, especially specifically the soccer portion. It's like I was just like a disaster. Claire, oh, okay. Can you tell us the Ryan? So this is all context to what will be later in the interview. Why she stuck with it for so long? Um, of some of the shenanigans that was pulled while playing normal i think for you you were just too good to be doing like the drills so you just slack off it wasn't that i thought i was too good it's just i genuinely didn't care (laughs) like not to sound now that was my teammate right there i just genuinely was like i don't really understand what like running in circles is going to do for me this weekend when we have the game so like i don't really care and i'm tired i'm just lazy that was the that was the problem it i it was it was Less I didn't care. I was just so lazy. You okay, just did it. Oh, there's a bee. There's a bee. We're sitting outside doing the interview. And so, like, I just like try to cheat my way through stuff. <laughs> and like, clearly, it doesn't fly in club soccer. So, but it did work until um, we got too old because you're faster than everyone. So during the running, like, you could not be trying, but you yeah. would be ahead of people. 
Yeah, it's like because after when you get to high school, it like filters out like who actually wants to like yeah. be good and like try and like who it's like survival of the fittest. People it's like really quit. But so by high school, it was kind of like you're kind of in it. So like I don't know how I like, <laughs> ended up there, but I was like in it. So, <laughs> but I was like half in it because I was like I don't really like no. <laughs> I just don't like getting yelled at. I was like I don't really care. There have been so many just. The great thing about Claire is there's a funny picture that some of you have seen, some of you haven't, of, like, our high school state finals. And, like, I'm sitting <laughs> on the ground bawling my eyes out. Because, you Maddie, know. Maddie, you're so emotional. You're an emotional soccer player. Like I'm an emotional you, fucking you, person. You shed tears, like, on the field oh, countless yeah. times. And I'd be like, I don't really get it. <laughs> so this is, this is the basis of someone that is really talented, really good at the sport. But honestly, just has not an ounce of care towards yeah, it. Yeah, I was just like, I'm kind of just here to like have like fun. <laughs> but that's but that's an important point is that sports for girls, I think specifically and especially is yes, I'm very competitive, so that was an outlet for me to get competitive. Yeah, I was too though. Like you're really competitive. Yeah, so that's I think what kept me in it so long. I was like, I mean, I did like it. I like soccer. You like the I think for both of us and I'm speaking for you when I say this is that genuinely I think we both enjoyed playing it but the greatest thing for at least for me is has been or the friendships I've made out of it or the girls and I will say compared to girls that I mean this is also such a large generalization I don't want to be making it because it could be really true and I'm speaking for myself is I have faced at least when I look at myself when I'm working out in shape like doing what I can my love like my own body issue like not even issues but my own looking at myself when I'm in the best shape I feel so good about myself yeah like and I think soccer was a real route to that and what about for you like did you experience that same way compared to some of your other friends who didn't play sports no yeah playing soccer definitely made me definitely like made me feel better about myself because I was like I'm actually like doing something interesting with my life like I actually have something like you have a purpose yeah I have a purpose I was like I feel good about myself like I'm actually playing soccer and I'm liking it I'm like getting in shape I'm meeting people like I'm having a good time it made me feel I mean it definitely gave me something that like a normal person like you know like a lot of my friends just like weren't like competitive athletes they didn't like do shit love you guys but like (laughs) some of you just like sat on your your ass ass. and like love that I love sitting on my ass but like playing soccer like really gave me like a boost and like feeling better about myself so i love like hearing the positivity of claire talking about soccer but you need to tell us like one story that encapsulates you as a soccer. oh i know when ryan benched you but then you still start when you <laughs> when you came to the game super late but you still started like that that enca- <laughs> can you tell that story of when you got boofed like at halftime but then still ended up playing starting the second half I was just, I'm late. I'm always late. Wait, was this the time where you said if you show up a minute later than yes. this? Yes. Oh, my God, yeah. So, like, our team always has, like, problems with being late because, like, everyone's, like, whatever. That's, like, L.A. Like, that's, West like, side, L.A. Like... soccer. Like, everyone's kind of just, like, I get there when I get there. And, like, that's that. So, like, obviously, I get there so late. He gives us, like, a deadline. He's, like, if you get a minute past, like, you're benched, you're benched. I get, like, screamed at. I'm, like, bro, like, like sorry, my dad was, like, late. Like, I don't even want me to tell you. And then he's like, you can't play. I'm like, okay, honestly, I'll just, like, hang out on the bench and, like, chat. And then, like, we get there, and, he, and then he's like, all right, Claire, like, outside back. And I was like, what? 
I was like, kind of let down. You were just I like, like I kind of want to like hang out on the bench. <laughs> I think that encapsulates Claire as a player so perfectly because you were so a mix of I actually like doing this and I've been doing it for so long, but you were also like, fuck this. Like yeah. I cannot keep going to parties on Saturday night and having to show up in butt fuck nowhere at California. At Our games were always at eight a.m., which was really unfortunate because. I mean, that just sucks. Like, we got the earliest game times. Always. At, always. They, like, we never, We never had a game before 11, honestly, ever. And they were always, like, two hours away. It was such a hassle. I was just trying to live both worlds. You were living, <laughs> you were living large and in charge. So my big question for you is, looking back on it, the positives that you got out of soccer and – like, whether it's making friends, whether it is feeling more confident in yourself, because, I don't know, like, the positives you've gotten that we've talked about, do they outweigh the negatives of missing social things, missing bar mitzvahs, missing bat mitzvahs, like, sometimes missing out on stuff? Do you regret playing, or are you happy that you stuck with it until the second semester? No, I'm very happy I stuck with it. Like, at the end of the day, there are going to be more parties yeah. more chances to like hang out with your friends like that's so stupid to be like I, like I would never trade like the years of, that you played yeah, I dedicated so much time to soccer and like I'm so glad I did it made me such a better person I think it's I feel like that's so interesting because I look back and I just look at people that at least it doesn't need to be sports but that have been involved in a lot or been playing sports yeah, forever like, life is about sacrifices bitches you gotta like that's a really you can, it is cool like point. you have to sacrifice like you know like that's so stupid to like, just I be living yeah. to do social things i totally agree it's about long-term happiness my friends so instant you, happiness would be go, quitting and going to a party or like <laughs> missing stuff to go hang out with my or friends. or or my dad driving three and a half hours Coachella weekends yeah, it's, to oh. pick us up. And Mrs. Claire Allman oh. at 6 a.m. is nowhere to be heard or found. Claire, why don't you tell us about the time where you disappeared oh Coachella god. weekend? Oh my god. So no, obviously, we have, like, our state finals Coachella weekend. Like, of course that would happen to us. Like, yeah, that's just, like, like that's our luck. Like, oh. that happened. And, like, we made this whole elaborate plan with Maddie's dad to, <laughs> to like, wake up at, like, the crack of ass and then get in the car and drive, like, three hours to the middle of nowhere to play a soccer game and then come back and go to Coachella. Yeah, it's And obviously, after night one of Coachella, I, like, I don't even know what happened to me, obviously. You know, things were done and things were said that happened, yeah. and, like, that stays in the desert, you yeah, know? Yeah, <laughs> one thing led to another. I wasn't present <laughs> to get picked up. <laughs> But <laughs> so this is just clear. Like, let me just say, let me just fucking say, I get a knock on the door. It's six thirty. I'm like, just had gotten home practically from the festival. I'm pissed, right? Like, whatever. I'm like, yeah, I have like a fever. And I'm like, Claire Allman, where the fuck are you? We need to go. My dad's there. I'm pissed. I'm also like, whatever. We leave Claire. I play a soccer game. This it was the Sunday, so it was day three. So I didn't go to day three of that year. I'm like, I'm so pathetic. I'm like, I can't really get mad at Claire. I'm like, Claire, like, all I need you to do is comment and like on my Insta. And you were like, my bitch. Like, I caught you. But what I will say, and this is a little tangent from soccer and more into Coachella, because we need to discuss the best party I've probably ever been to 
Slurg motherfucking Cella. Explain to us, like, what Slurg Cella is. This is pre-Rona, obviously. Yeah, obviously pre-Rona times are different. But basically, my friend group, we were all living in a house together. And we were like, why don't we just have, like, some people over? Ama- like, a, it's the pre-game before the festival. Yeah, so like, why don't we just have some people over, <laughs> have some fun? Like, it'll be a good time. And so we make a Facebook as a joke put, like, the most random people from L.A. in it just to, like, for shits and giggles. And we're like, why don't we just put, like, everyone we know on this Facebook and call it Flurkchella because Coachella and my friend group name called ourselves Flurk. And we're like, why don't we just see what happens? And, like, it's day of, and we're, like, honestly, we need to cancel this. Like, we're, like, we don't have anything. <laughs> like, they're too, they're in too, way too deep. Yeah, we're, it's, like, an hour, and we're, like, wait, we don't have anything. Like, we <laughs> literally just have, like, a space. Like, we don't know what to do. We're canceling. We're canceling. And then all of a sudden, these random people, like, I still have no idea who they are, show up, and they're, That's like, amazing. hey, like, we heard there's a party here. And we're, like, who oh, are you? Oh, my God. We're and like, then, honestly, whatever. One, <laughs> like, two hour give it an hour later, the entirety of Los Angeles is there. We have no idea who yeah. anyone is. Like, people are just all over our house. Every single it. private school from Los Angeles, Harvard Westlake, Marlboro, Loyola, Everyone. like Brentwood, obviously Brentwood. Everyone in this tiny La Quinta house. And we're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So, how, what ended up happening? Didn't you guys get fined? Um, yeah, so we got a very <laughs> loving and kind email from La Quinta saying basically we're banned from La Quinta, we're fined. There's just, like, everyone trashed it. Like, people, like, throwing up. Like, I don't even know. Like, really disastrous. That, well, and that comes back to my point of you were someone that had both the opportunity to be involved and play sports, but also obviously have fun and have a social life, which I think is so important. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah. And I wanted to now, like, kind of go in. We can take a little break. Let's take a little break. And then I want to go into being in a sorority going to school in Wisconsin and kind of the difference of friendships from soccer there and like what you like of being in a sorority, what you don't like, and then kind of wrapping up the interview with talking about going to school in a different place than LA and just mm-hmm. seeing the differences that you see. Mm-hmm. Sound good? Let's get into it. Love it. Okay. Back better than ever. Um, I wish I could do, like, a whole sponsor thing. Maybe I'll start creating sponsors in between, like, my... I'm doing air quotes right now between my breaks. I mean, I obviously want Pinkberry and White Claw to sponsor me. I feel like Why that's Pinkberry? a... Pinkberry? I fucking love Pinkberry. I haven't had that in so... I feel like it's, like, Rogue now. No, it's not Rogue, but we are Pinkberry's making... so Rogue. We're making Rogue a thing. So, Claire, as I was saying, something that's cool about Claire is that you... So, you originally wanted to go to USC, right? Tough. Yeah, we don't yeah. need to go into the tough. whole... Tough, ladies, tough. College process, shit show. Rick um, Singer, ring a bell. Yeah, uh, not, a good, not a good experience for me no. overall, but each their own. Everyone has a different experience. Everyone also has a path, and I feel like it's really important to remember that everything's happening for a reason, yeah. and that you ended up somewhere, and now are in a... I th- during this whole thing, I was like, this girl can't go to USC. I, I, I obviously, I was like, I need to go to USC. I'm yeah. Gap year. <laughs> like, oh my God. That, yeah. nothing against USC, but just, there are specific like, people. For me, I can't go there. I literally, being from you LA. You needed to get out. I needed to get out. And obviously, I couldn't see that. I was blindsided at USC. But <laughs> you know, shit happens. So, Claire now 
goes to the University of Wisconsin Madison, right? Mm-hmm. I probably I probably messed that up, but how could what? I, I don't know. Like I think up? I said University Wisconsin Matt of Matt. I don't know. <laughs> so potato potato. You joined a sorority as most girls do going into mm-hmm. college. How was that process versus like a tryout process for a soccer team? That's a really interesting question. I feel like I'm a I'm a big chatter. I love to chat. Yeah, you're good at small talk. So I feel like definitely rushing a sorority came easier to me than soccer, where it was like they were literally just judging you based on your skill. Oh, but I know the outs the the Magda's um, caller Maddie outdoors rustic. requires like <laughs> rustic. It's really rustic out here, but based on like soccer charts like I would shit myself it was so bad like I'm not good under pressure with like sports like I would just be so nervous the whole time yeah. and, like they're literally judging you I just couldn't and but it also was like adults like a coach like versus other versus, girls like college girls are like hey bitch I'm like hey you know so it was rushing as scary and as intimidating as everybody says it was I think definitely the first day I was kind of, I like don't remember anything I was so nervous and I was just like, <laughs> you blacked out I literally like blacked out I was like probably told them the most random things about my life and probably embarrassed myself but after that I kind it's different for everyone like sure. not a lot of people like to just like talk out of their ass and pull whatever they can out i'm <laughs> me and i love talking out of my yeah, ass and I, ha- I do it a lot i happen to be very good at talking <laughs> about stupid and random things so i think it was kind of fun for me because i was kind of like so you you didn't take it as seriously as other people do yeah some girls were just like oh my god oh my god oh my god what if they don't like me what if they don't like me oh my god and i'm like if they don't like you then you're like you so don't want to more pragmatic yeah and i was real. like you don't want to be in a house that doesn't want you like you're gonna find one sure. that likes you like there there are so many sororities at my school it's huge like you're yeah. gonna find your place if you like and i'm so curious like did you feel like you were being judged solely on what you were wearing what you were look yeah. like your makeup like i'm and i'm not saying that this is what i think sororities are like no, just this is the reputation of russia mm-hmm. i mean in like to an extent, like, literally everyone kind of judges based off appearance. Yeah, that's a great... Did you feel like I... Did you feel like that gaze... You know how sometimes you walk down the street and, like, you feel no, people yeah, looking at definitely. you? definitely. Like, you can see the stairs. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Shoot, I should have worn something else. Or, like, sure. oh, fuck. Like, I didn't straighten my hair today. Ah. But, like... You know, like, yeah. you can't really do any... I, like, I look like what I look you like. You look what Sorry, you look you like, like and you look pretty. Claire, you're gorge. So, how long is the rushing process at Wisconsin? Mine was two weeks. So it was. Did it feel rounds. like it was too long or too short? I or? just didn't like all the waiting to like see what house is next. Like you know, yeah. I didn't like the waiting. I need to kind of just know. I feel like the four day. Do they need that much time? Do they need two weeks? Honestly, you could probably do it in shorter, but I think it was necessary because, like, yeah. especially for girls rushing, it takes a lot. You don't know what house you don't know. You know. And there's you, so many houses. Yeah, and there's so they all have different elements to it. Like, sure. you need to know what, like, their philanthropy is. Like, if you like their that. Fu- like, you care up before. Maddie. No, she does. Oh, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> messing around. Call her Maddie, <laughs> listeners. My mother, you guys know, my mother is a community service organizer, teacher yeah, um, at Brentwood. I raise the most money for our philanthropy event, so Maddie, watch your mouth. Watch your man. You should watch your mm-hmm. mouth. Okay, so you, what sorority are you in now? I'm in Kappa Kappa Gamma, also known she as KKG. She is in Kappa Kappa Mother 
fucking gamma. gamma. I'm the KKG. You okay. know how it is. So, Claire, I'm going to be very frank. Yeah. Kappa has the reputation of, like, the lawn, sitting, you guys know this, you guys probably don't. But the, like, sitting on the laundry room, like, sitting on the dryer and circling your fat. Like, they have that reputation of pretty blonde girls, all really skinny. Is that the feel at your sorority specifically? Because that's a stereotype. And here at Colorado, we don't love to do large generalizations. But is that how you felt the vibe was? Or what was the vibe of the group of girls that you got to meet? It certainly was... um intimidating when the two girls that opened the door at Kappa were tall, skinny, and blonde. Sure. Def- and I was having an A last name, so obviously I'm like, you were first. And I was like, oh, <laughs> should I have dyed my hair? Like, like Oh, no. But, but no, my, a big part of rushing is, sorry, there's like a vegan, okay, is like knowing what your pledge class is going to be. And my pledge yeah. class is like so not like that stereotype. We do not fall like under that category I love at all. that. Like, at all I think like and do you feel I mean obviously when you're on a team like and I felt this at both college and high school like especially when we were good I was like I feel like I'm a part of something bigger than just the normal population like do you feel that is sisterhood bond does it feel like that or is it just like just a friend group like to that extent where it's like a teammate or does it just feel like a normal friend in the beginning, it kind of just, I was, like, too scared to, I, you know, like, everyone yeah. was kind of scared and it was new, but I think the more activities we all did together and, like, having meetings every week, it was kind of, like, really interesting. And also the girls, like, the older girls are doing such amazing things and, like, That's you get so to cool. hear about it. And they also bring opportunities to you. Like, if they're working somewhere and, like, wherever they're working needs, like, an intern, they'll post and yeah. be, like, hey, like, if you're looking, if you're interested in, like, X, Y, and Z, like, come, like try like you know like so I love this because I feel like we hear about sororities all the time where it's just like you need one to join things to get social to be in invited to social things and yes I'm not discrediting that that's a huge factor of joining a sorority but there's also the connections later in life and it's a good it's like how I joined the sports team and how a lot of the listeners join sports teams does it feel like that same sort of camaraderie no yeah I honestly didn't even think about it that much like after because I was like oh my god coming from LA like everyone is kind of like in that circle yeah Yeah. like you rush kind of it's kind of normalized in Los Angeles to rush totally which is like take it how you want to like that's yeah that's just how it is so I honestly didn't really think about like the bigger aspect and like rushing because like that's what I probably should do yeah like I have a really close friend Izzy shout out Izzy who goes to Madison and like already was in a sorority because she's a year older so I was like oh my god like Obviously, this is, like, of course. a good thing to do. But when you, like, are rushing and they're telling you all about their sororities and, like, what they're about, you kind of get a glimpse, like, oh, wow, like, there's so many girls in the sorority that are, like, doing all these things. Yeah. Like, it's opportunity. They're giving you a lot of opportunity. I really, and I like that because I think that's such a good connection to sort of what we were talking about earlier is that you have all these connections from soccer, me, Izzy, like, tons of kids and I think that sorority you're not friends with everybody in your sorority and there's not gonna be a group of people where you're gonna be friends with everybody yeah it's like it's not realistic but I I think it gives you such a good opportunity to meet people and if I need like my big like if I need help with something like she gives so much advice like she's great like it's really nice to have 
like girls that kind of can help you. That's amazing. And they can even help you with like not like non sorority related things like school things. Like I've yes. gotten so much help. They have they give you like notes like their old notes. Like we have a whole thing in like our house basement where it's like full of notes where you can like look what. Wait, class that's you- amazing. Yeah, and like you can get tutors. Like they give you so many. Like it's like it's really beneficial to be in a story. I love that. It's not, like it did give me friends. It did give me a social life, but it's it's like so much more than that. And I didn't like I didn't. You didn't know expect that. that. No, I wasn't expecting that. So I think a big thing that a lot of people, at least talking with, that went to Brentwood and specifically girls, is the um and being from Los Angeles. And I just want to compare your experience at Madison and being Wisconsin. Wisconsin's in the Midwest. Like it is a whole new world that you entered. How I feel like at Brentwood, there was a large emphasis on what was a, what a girl looked like and how she perceived to be pretty and the things she owned and this or that or the other. And I don't think that's the case. I think it was a standard and it was your choice for me. I didn't ex- like I was like, yeah, sure. But to the extent that it made me learn how to make a good outfit, like mm-hmm. I feel like I know like style and I'm taking it with a grain of salt of I didn't fully buy into stereotypes at school and I don't really think you did too and I think soccer was a good outlet for you for that as you're saying before but do you see a difference from Wisconsin friends or at least what people care about at college versus what they did in Brentwood and you might not I'm just more curious I think naturally you're gonna like go towards people who are similar to you when you're trying to make friends in college but I also think that my like sorority we have girls from like so many different places like I was bound to meet like all these different types of people and I think I mean it is such a different world if you're from Wisconsin like sorry it's so like and it's it's not even a bad thing it's It's not a a different life it's a different life like being from LA obviously has more pros and cons I think but they're like LA is a little bit toxic yeah, it can, it's especially like at least the crowd that both Claire and I like the private school group. It's not it's toxic, but it's also so insular. So it's really small. Yeah, it's so small. And like I kind of I didn't really understand how big my school is until I got there. Yeah. And I would like freak out about small things that like because I'm from like a small private school. Of course. I'd be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I'd be like, wait, sorry, 40,000 kids are at this school. Like it literally doesn't That's matter. Insane. Yeah. Do you and do you see a difference between like Brentwood, how you had a class of twenty kids versus a lecture of three hundred? Yeah, um, it's crazy. I mean, we do have like discussions, so we have like our smaller. Okay, like, that's nice though. So you get class. that little. Yeah, but the lectures, I'm like, I literally, how are we like so many people? So what would you say like now looking back on what would you tell yourself as a senior in high school? You're going to Wisconsin. You're not super pumped about it, but. Would you say that the choice to leave the state of California, leave LA, was beneficial for you as, like, to grow? A hundred percent. It's not like I'm going to live in Madison any other time no. in my life. Love Madison, but, like, I'm not going to... It's a college If, if I'm going to come back to LA, like, why would I be there for, like... You know, I need a, you need to leave somewhere to come back to it totally. to know what you want. Like, I needed to leave so and badly. And I, I think the, the pace and change of life, and yes... To the, uh, to the extent that there are a ton of L.A. kids that go to Madison. And yeah, it's, it's like not... you can put yourself in that circle or you can't. It's so big that you can yeah. literally, like, paint your own path. Like, But to... I think you have chosen the path of, yes, you want stuff from home because who doesn't? Like, yeah. feeling 
having home at school is nice, but I think you've got, you at least from talking with you and just watching you, like, I feel like you've experienced kids from the Midwest, kids from the East Coast, and you just sort of have a broader worldview now. Yeah, I, I'm choosing the best of both worlds. So you're, overall, if you're talking to second semester Claire, so you senior year of high school, you would say, to, what would you say to yourself? What would you say to girls now that are going through college process, going through high school sports, like things looking back on your high school self that you would be like, either chill out about that, or it's not that big of a deal. Like what are things you think that you cared about so much in high school that you don't as much now? Yeah. One of my favorite things is like talking to girls who are like coming to Madison. Obviously it wasn't like their first choice and they're not that pumped about it. And I get it so much. I've been there and I really just, I love to, I love talking about things I love and I like yeah, I love my course. school. So I love talking to people and about Madison because it's so great. But also like anyone who didn't get into their top choice or whatever, it's something shit happened and like it's not what you wanted. Sure. Like everything happens for a reason. Like you end up I truly believe that because of yeah. like how this happened to me and how this all played out. Everything happens for a reason. Like you just like need to make the most of wherever you are and like most likely it's like where you should have ended up sure so you are going back in the fall correct correct um what do you have any indicate like are you living in the house what's what i mean right what do you have any indication of like what social life's going to be look like or are you just kind of going back on a limb we honestly haven't really been informed on about anything which is okay. not helpful but you're going but back which we're is going nice. back i'm living in the house obviously there will be restrictions totally and and it'll be a lot harder what i will say though it's just like you don't want to be bringing party to the sorority house like that's I where mean, you that's go to cash been a thing. Like, yeah we've never been one, like you just can't have people like it's not it's a sanctuary but that's nice there. it's a same like literally yeah, like, there's no part like no people like don't come it's like it's like your house like i don't want to like trash my house and like yeah bring people you know it's like you don't bring people there do you have your own room in the house or are you with a friend yeah i'm living in a double with ella with ella that's amazing so you even if it does even if, if there's no like big i actually think i was thinking about this a lot for kids that go to big schools i think it's gonna be social life it's gonna look a lot like how it is at a smaller school where it's you're with your smaller friend group groups. yeah 100%. and i love personally like doing a smaller pregame with my friends and some guy friends is so much more fun than going to a giant party and not knowing anybody. Like, does that aspect of yes, you had the big fun game days, but you were more of an anonymous figure and you were a small, you were a big fish. You're a big fish. Don't ever think you're not. You were a big fish mm-hmm. in a big pond instead of now it's a smaller group and you get to be yourself yeah. with more of your friends. Like, I, yeah. Is that exciting at all? I think, like, everyone's different in how they like to socialize. Sure. I, like, have fun everywhere. I just love to, like, meet people and, of like, course. have fun. But, I mean, that's what I grew up doing. I mean, yeah. to small high school, I grew up doing, like, small hangouts all the time. And, like, I'm that'll make me get closer to so many people. So, I'm honestly really So, you're excited. taking the positive route of yeah, going Yeah, I'm going to get closer to so many people because totally. it'll be a more intimate environment. Which is, like, I guess what I missed my first year because, obviously, it's huge school huge tailgates are the tailgates just the most fun thing ever the best season of the year i really i was so shout out skidmore conglomerate wisco people so many people to name but we were planning a trip to come and visit at wisconsin um but hopefully los angeles opens up more over winter break because we're gonna all be here for so long 
so long. Like, like part months. two. Like it's high school forever out here because it you is. can't leave. It is high school forever. I can't forever escape. Out here. But that's but I think that's a wonderful thing because we both have friends, your friend group, my friend group, and I also want to say like I think our friendship would never have lasted if we both played soccer together and we're in the same friend group. Yeah, no. Because it's like not I like think that. I think for us like it was I mean, I you're one of my best friends because I played soccer. Yes. And I think like what's been so wonderful is like I could shit on all and obviously you don't just do you're not like talking shit about your friends, but like let's say someone annoyed me in the friend group, like I had an outlet who under who knew the people yeah, but was also great. outside of it that. Was, like, so I mean like I'm like I'll forever be grateful that my soccer life and like my friend life were so separate. Yeah. It gave me like best friendships in like different ways. It's just like great. And just do multiple things and you'll meet <laughs> multiple people. Like, the more things you do, the more types of people you meet. And, yes. like, you need... To diversify your you, portfolio. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. Totally. You gotta, you gotta sprinkle. So, you, um, what are you doing the rest of the summer? Anything? Like, are you just getting ready to go back? <laughs> I know that it's, like, it's such a, it's such a stagnant summer. It's a You're disaster. on Color Maddie. I know. I mean, this is like the highlight of my summer. No, you were in the Hamptons boozing and cruising. It looked so awesome. It was great. So my final thing is, I think just to wrap things up, I think it's so important talking with you about all these different things because it's both what we've lived. We've lived playing soccer, having to balance social life and this or the other, but it's also, you have now those tools when you enter the world. Like, I think... Soccer taught me so, like, the most. Like, yeah. I don't even know what I, like, do if I didn't play it. Yeah, like, it taught me both. I mean, at least from my perspective, like, time management, yes and no. Like, I'm still bad at that. I was at shit that. at time management. Yeah, I, I mean, we got better. From, I come home from practice and, like, take yeah, a nap you take, like, and wake sleep up at midnight. and wake up at four in the morning. And then, like, finish my work. I was so bad at time management. But I mean, it taught me that I need to, like, get it together. Totally. Yeah, I mean, like... Soccer, like, I literally don't, I can't picture my life if I do Like, I, I think when I approach a situation now and it's, like, someone that either isn't so nice or is, like, an adult and is giving me directions, like, I have tools from playing and being a part of a team mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have gotten otherwise. I don't know about you. No, 100%. Also, like, you need to keep yourself in line and, like, in totally. check and, like, your friends, too. And, like, soccer taught me and, like, I'm sure you, too, that, like, kind of need to keep everyone in check like you need to yes. like, look out for your girls like you need you to, gotta look out for your girls like I love your that. girls your rider dies you gotta look out for them like you know I think the one if I were to say the one quality that you have that like you you are the one of the most you are honest okay sorry everybody <laughs> Claire Altman if we're gonna be very real is honestly a mafia mafioso like you are like a you're like a mobster once you're in the family, like, you're in the family. Yeah, I'm a ride-or-die You're a ride-or-die type of person. And I think that just is such a testament to both playing sports, but also your character and who you are. Like, you give your all to people you meet. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I would have gotten there if I didn't play soccer. Because, like, really, our, our team, like, your team is your team. Like, you need to, like, help your girls. You need to watch your girls back. I mean, love that. Yeah, I mean, like. It's like mobster Don Claire Altman. <laughs> Like the greatest girls play soccer, I think. I think. Like I all the, think. or at least not even just, I mean, soccer, yes. I'm, but of all sports, like I think if you're playing sports, like you have 
you're you're doing something that's outside of yourself, which I think yeah, is so Yeah, it's like important. it made me want to help other people and it made me want to be a good friend. Which like is amazing. Like you want people to thrive. Like you want your girls to thrive. Yes. And some funny things have come from just like random days. Yeah, like some of the best memories are like like totally. from soccer and like like boof. I like we did so much we did like so much. Stupid. And I think to that point, like your sorority, at least it got cut off, so you won't have that. But living in the house, like I think you're gonna feel that same sense yeah, of camaraderie. Yeah, that's why I wanted to live there. Like I know it's gonna be a disaster living. Yeah. Like I don't know, seventy girls, like in one out of sixty in one house, like it's gonna be a nightmare. But I'm never gonna do that again in my life. I, I love it. And that is both getting out of LA, getting out of your comfort zone, and just trying something. Yeah, new. and that's on get fuck out of your comfort zone because you need to like you need to just experience you need to experience the world you do so that is our interview today claire you were amazing guest i'm so glad you came on the show if you're listening thank you for listening to another episode uh love you my guys peace out from here say bye to the fans bye bitches and that is caller maddie for this week